0: Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral, and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now your host for Over the Garden Fence, Andy Waddell. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How hey. are you? I'm beautiful. How are you?
1: Wonderful day. Wonderful <laughs> day. It is... Uh... Gorgeous weather. I see maybe some rain in the forecast, which is a plus. So, um, I think it, it might be coming, you said later tonight or early tomorrow, something like that. Yeah. So, there's there's some promises there. So, and it's cooled down a little bit. So, there's a, a beautiful day. Maybe, um, there's a party going on in Vicksburg, I hear. Yeah, the, the, the old car, car festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also. I'll be darned. There's a party at Waddell's. Hey, so, Yeah. So we have uh our annual uh antique rose tea party today. So we'll be talking about that later on. So uh um and I'm uh an old car buff too by far. I have a uh 64 Chevy Nova 2 that uh, someday will be fully restored. I got pictures of it that I'm going to be trying to get uh, pictures done and uh, painting done on it soon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So good morning, everybody. I am... Um Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. If you got questions, please give us a call. 382-4280. If you are a little radio shy, sometimes a text is fine that gets the ball rolling. And uh what's the text number? Yeah, eight 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 zero three
0: seven three. I should know that. It's been ingrained into that's, my brain okay. for the last five, six years. No, so.
1: <laughs> no worries. No. <laughs> so uh the first number is ingrained in me. So yeah. so uh, like I said, what a beautiful morning. What a great summer morning. For Michigan Gardeners. These are actually the days we are looking for. It's just, uh, you look forward to some of those rains, maybe this weekend, incredibly dry, but what a nice morning to get started. As I drove in, seeing people already working out in their garden, sprinklers running out in the vegetables and uh, uh, people already out walking. So as I gather my notes with my dog Archie this morning, uh, watching the birds out in the yard, watching the rabbits <clears throat> everywhere running back and forth. Archie would love to actually get one, uh, but those, uh, those rabbits are pretty fast. He, uh, uh, they can usually outrun a lab pretty easy. But what a great week to refresh your gardening list, hmm. okay? Hopefully you have completed your early spring projects. There are some things that is just maybe have to be done in June, With school getting out, maybe there's some extra, quote unquote, help around your house or your neighborhood, maybe to help complete those chores. Hint, hint, younger crowd. (laughs) So walk in the yard this week, maybe there is uh, uh, a little watering that needs to be done or maybe even watering a couple times a week the plant's reaction to hydration is just like us humans. We need water to survive. The hydrangeas that were flopped over in the morning from daytime intense heat, watering on my lunchtime break, and then pulling in after work, they almost look like a different plant. The plant was flopped over, um, newly planted plants, um, that already had flowers on them, um, Some of the little florets were already curled up, and that was watering just from the day before. And the day before, these new hydrangeas have been getting water seven days a week. By the time I pulled in, like I said, they almost looked like a different plant. Almost upright, new flowers um, have already come back, the curl was gone. And so sometimes these new plantings require constant water. They've come from a nursery, from a greenhouse with constant TLC as well as water and food and sometimes been put perfectly for you guys to purchase in flower. But then they sometimes drastically change when they get home. Watering just a couple times a week might not do it. So I'm going to ask you all, have you watered this morning? (laughs)
0: don't ask me i have no plants
1: oh yeah seeing everybody (laughs) already remember
0: i am the no thumb not a
1: green thumb a no thumb and that's what is going to be good i'm going to be changing him guys to a green thumber as the years go on so oh
0: you you you, your work (laughs) is cut out for you
1: yep and (laughs) i I already promised a detroit tiger shirt so watch this (laughs) do you
0: notice i did not wear anything cubs today (laughs) well (laughs) well strike that i have my hat
1: but that's right that's right do you have the proper tools and the info on watering. Stop by the store maybe this morning for a watering 101 sheet, as well as stopping into what I call our hydration station. From drip irrigation to new technology and sprinklers and soaker hoses, hanging baskets, suffering, hmm, new land, new planted landscaping, wilting, hard to water if you work all day timers are so nice. They, uh, you can turn them on and off. We have what I call dummy timers. They're easy to start, easy to control, and uh, can be uh, um, turned on or off manually if it is even too hot. You want to run it one extra time. We even have Wi-Fi timers that you can uh, uh, operate if you um, can operate that from, from work with your phone. From herbs to annuals, from evergreens and shrubs From perennials to lawns to roses, they all need a drink. The evergreens the other night, the tips were all bent over. I worked very hard hauling about 200 feet of hose out to um, one of the trees, as dad's memorial tree. little black hill spruce, Mm -hmm. tip was bent right over, soaked the daylights out of it, soaked it the next day. And sure enough, this morning, the little tip is sticking straight back up, finally on the top growth. Um, So... Have you watered your plants today? Sometimes uh, I have mentioned the word hydration. Maybe there is uh, um, some pictures and maybe a little sketch that you need to come in, and maybe we can lay out how easy you can do a little drip irrigation. So um, if you're able to do landscaping, it is that easy. There is no plumber's license needed. Mm -hmm. You come off your faucet, and you can run all your irrigation lines underneath your mulch or your rock. Hmm. So it's kind of cool. And when I said uh, from uh, perennials to lawns to roses, what? I said roses. So really, roses are really one of my favorite plants. We really today would love to have you stop out to visit our old-fashioned tea party. Drop in for a spell. Walk the gardens. Stroll the roses. Sit and sip tea that's being served by Chocolate Tea Company out of Portage. Ah,
0: yeah. yes. Polly Crockett. yes.
1: Polly's a good friend of ours, and Polly is serving... Um, Six different kinds of teas, three hot and three cold. So maybe visit our craft stations, enjoying one or four, up to four of all these different little crafts we can talk about in a few minutes. Come and learn how easy it is to take care of roses from varieties that are new hybrids to improve disease-resistant varieties to new rose techniques, in you, including... Rose Shield is the easiest of all the sprays. My grandfather's garage, I do remember that, and my dad's garage. They had a whole bunch of ortho um, spray bottles, Uh and you'd have to mix these concoctions up. And, um, you know, and roses are pretty smart, Jim. You spray them for a couple times with the same thing, the plant builds resistance, and it won't work. So he would switch back and forth. So now Rose Shield actually is like a... Shield hmm. is kind of like an umbrella that you put over your roses with a spray that takes care of almost every disease and insect that um, roses get attacked by. Hmm. So very, very cool. Um, maybe we can show you some of those new varieties, including some of the new drifts. Drift roses are very easy, compact variety. New compact knockout roses called petite Um to the proven winner, Oh So Easies. To ninety-nine percent of all our roses sold is grown by Waddell's. So maybe we can show you the care and the ease of the care on taking a um, maybe a little rose garden in your backyard. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Oh. So I have um, <clears throat> I have a couple of stories, and then we'll take a break here in a second, and uh, maybe talk about what's happening at the store. I got two little quick stories. Okay. So the first story was um, my grandfather was was a rose grower. He was a connoisseur of roses. People would come all around his neighborhood, walking around it in the evening, stopping by to stroll his rose garden. And he would be found most of the time out in that garden. Yes, he loved his tomatoes too, but definitely the beauty came from a rose garden. The beautiful hybrid tea roses he had uh, rows and rows of, I remember sometimes up to 90 roses, if I'm not mistaken, in one big group. He would prune, I would clean up. Well, yeah, of course. (laughs) I would mulch, I'd feed, we'd help spray, and a lot of that was just uh, the prize rose of that connoisseur rose. And I'll tell you, there was a lot of work there. There was a lot of payoff there, a lot of proud. And I'll tell you, roses have come a long ways because um, a lot of those varieties needed a lot of care. But now you have newer varieties that they work pretty hard on to make sure Those uh, constant TLC doesn't always, you can't always do that, Jim. You right. know, you're working yeah. 40 or 50 hours a week. So right. yeah. So my second story is where I grew up. My old house actually has been purchased by my best friend and his family. And they grew up, and um, part of my favorite landscaping, when we go visit him and uh, his wife, is the Rose Garden. The pinks and yellows and the red varieties he's planted for the wife out in front of the kitchen is really kind of cool. Kind of proud of those those flowers that are coming on. He's even put in rose flower solar lights in the evening, so it kind of highlights that rose garden. So have you got a rose that you can brag about at your house? Maybe there is an old-fashioned climber that you're proud of that's going over a trellis. I am actually fairly proud of our petite roses that we have at our house. The petite is a bright red, and I am meaning like fire engine red. It is a short version of the Knockouts. Knockout does get a four to six foot size plant Mm. where petite gets about two feet or less. Loads with flowers, bright red. We put them in amongst the red, white, and blue theme that we have at our house. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So when we come back, I, um, Maybe we can talk about, uh, if you stop by Waddell's today, what's kind of happening over there.
0: There you go. three eight two four two eight zero eight seven seven three eight two four two eight zero. If you have a question for Andy or if you are radio shy, as Andy mentioned at the top of the broadcast, 80373, you can send your text in and we will definitely get to it. More of Over the Garden Fence after this on WKZO. You are
2: invited to the garden tea party going on today from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Tea parties are fun, but they're even more fun if you dress up. So put on your garden hat, long dress, or other fancy attire and join Waddell's for tea and cookies. Bring a friend, daughter, or granddaughter to sample three hot teas and three iced teas from chocolate tea, as well as cookies and other treats. There will be several photo opportunities, plus you can stroll through Waddell's gorgeous flower bed. There's no entrance fee, but if you dress up in your tea party attire, you'll receive a $5 Waddell's gift card. Create a succulent planter in a teapot, or make a pinch pot with real dried flowers, or make some pearl floral hairpins. Craft projects are just $3 to $15, depending on which items you choose. There's flowers galore, plus music and art. It's Waddell's Garden Tea Party, today from 10 till 1 on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street.
0: 919, 590, and 106.9 FM, WKZO. One quick sports uh, update that Mr. McKinney passed along to me. <clears throat> the uh, ECHO, the league that the Kalamazoo Wings play in. Yeah. The Kelly Cup was claimed last night by the Florida Everblades, who swept Idaho right on out four games to none to claim the Kelly Cup and now when you have the Florida Panthers in the uh, Stanley Cup final, you have the Tampa Bay Lightning who have been there and who have won the Stanley Cup. It's my intention that the state of Florida is trying to take over hockey. I'm just saying,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot state to have hockey,
0: <laughs> it's, but it's
1: but it's working apparently. Yeah, right.
0: So there you go. Congratulations to the Florida Everblaze Kelly Cup winners.
1: Well, maybe congratulations. Maybe. Next year will we'll they be rooting for the Wings again?
0: That's right. That's that, right. that is right. Um, I do have a text please to eight zero three seven three from the two six nine wanting to know when is the best time to move cut back and split irises.
1: Okay, so there's. Uh, Two different kinds, of three different kinds of iris, Japanese, Siberian, and German bearded iris. When the iris is done blooming, and that's going to be, some of them are already past, but I would say when the mature foliage starts withering back and turning brown, when about a third to a fourth of that new foliage starts turning brown, Probably mid July to 1st of August is the best time to move, split, and take your fans of the German bearded, if it was the wide bladed iris, clean them up, get rid of all the old kind of punkiness. Sometimes you'll get Irish bore in those, okay? Mm-hmm. Clean out the dead wood portion of it. You can set just one corm back in. Cut the foliage back to about four to six inches and set it in with a quarter cup of bone meal, a little bit of sand, and do not plant it fully in the ground. Plant it half out and half in if it was German bearded. If it was Siberian or the Japanese iris, they're uh, water-loving or perennial-loving a little bit more, and um, some of them have already flowered. Those I could say into same time frame, but use a shovel and just cut them up and do three to five eyes per hill if you're moving that type of iris and then reset them in with a little mycorrhiza beneficial mics, and peat and manure again. So at the same oh. time, yep. Iris are pretty easy. I'm not saying you could do them any time of the year if you were, say, building a deck this morning (laughs) and you had to move that iris today i bet you could make it live it's probably not the best time to move anything right now but um it's it's uh it's doable so there you go yeah iris um maybe are a uh cherished item they get moved on sometimes from family to family i have um my grandmother isabel's German bearded iris that my dad gave me that are at the house. So, kind of neat how they get moved. And sometimes it's nice to split those perennials and give them off to friends. So, yeah. And now I have the goo goo dolls
0: going through my brain. <laughs> iris,
1: you know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> on a side note, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Thank you for the text, by the way. I yeah. do appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Well, on the, uh, what's happening at the store today is, we've been talking about roses, how easy they can be taken care of, how easy maybe you could stop down and take a look. That tea party today is uh, going on from 10 to 1 and maybe drop by for a spell. there to be a lot of people, so people coming in and out, but maybe one of the four crafts you might want to stop or do one or more. Number one, we got a make and take a teapot. It's um, You end up getting a teapot and then putting a little succulent planter together, a little herb planter out of that little teapot, which is kind of cool. Jim, there's something called pinch pinch pots, and they are like what you put your rings into. Mm. I don't have one myself, but I'd love it if uh, I should buy one for the wife. So they put real dried fresh flowers around it and then seal it, which is kind of cool. So, um, <clears throat> I'm losing hair, Jim. Uh, so welcome to welcome
0: to the world. Yep, I, I, I am too. <laughs> I won't need this
1: next one either. But they're making <laughs> hairpins with pearls. So little uh, uh, little hairpins that can mm-hmm. kind of hold back for that antique look for the uh, um, for the tea party. And then there is a flower bouquet being made into an antique vase out of pipe cleaners and it sounds kind of cool just yeah. kind of interesting um, of maybe eating your tea and crumpets and then going out and uh, maybe there's some selfie stations you want to get you or the friends and the family to take some shots and uh, we'd be helping you to take those shots and we can post them during the day or you can post them just to your family so you kind of some fun things to do come yeah. sit a spell by the waterfall there you go If you
0: like taking a break, sir, Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and do that. More of Over the Garden Fence in a moment. Of course, you guys can uh, give us a call, 382-4280, with your gardening questions for Andy, right here on WKZO.
3: Want to know the best way to grow a vibrant, beautiful garden with a plant food that's ultra safe for your family, pets, and the environment? You can with Aspoma Organic Tone Fertilizers from Waddell's Garden Center. Each Espoma Tone, including Holly Tone, Plant Tone, Garden Tone, and Rose Tone, contains a blend of natural organics that provides a safe, long-lasting feeding of all 15 essential nutrients. Espoma Tones are low in salts, so they won't burn plant roots, and they won't leach out of the soil with the next rain. One application lasts for months. Just sprinkle it around your plants and watch the results. Now's the time to feed roses with Espoma Rose Tone. This week Rose Tone is on sale. The four-pound bag is just $6.99. It's also the perfect time to feed perennial plants with organic plant tone. You'll enjoy bigger, more abundant blooms when you use Espoma Organic Foods. Woodell's carries the complete line of Espoma products including kelp meal, green sand, bone meal, iron, and more. Woodell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center on Texas Drive to the Court of Millman 12th Street.
0: 925 at WKZO, we have a listener in Emmett County streaming us but, but but you might know the guy it's our own Jerry Malik who oh, likes nice. to go up north all the time yeah. and, and visit family and all that so there you go hi Jerry hope you show up for work tomorrow but hey there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jerry thanks for listening that far away so yeah um, we've had some folks uh, uh, somebody said uh, your guys's signal goes down to the corner of Canton Ohio it's right where Indiana and Michigan and Ohio meet. It sounds like a long ways away, but it's not that far.
0: No, it's and the, not. Yeah,
1: and then I've had people down in uh, Warsaw and Shipshawana yep. know that they're pu- pulling WKZO, and so, yeah. I can,
0: I can vouch for that, too, because I listen to this very station down in that area, also up to the north, and at night, it's even more fun because you can catch us in Traverse City and places farther north. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks to the old uh, John Fetzer little... Uh, loops and or nulls and all Uh of that fun stuff that we have to put in the nighttime signal to protect a couple stations east and west so cool thank
1: you listeners it's wild (laughs) yeah well i enjoy listening even even listening as i um came in this morning to roger's show on, on burning i learned something every week so we're talking about roses for a few minutes and i'll tell you uh we have some of our own issues so um we try at waddell's to uh continuous spray program that does include rose shield. We have, uh, we can get thrips very easy, um, black spot, powdery mildew on roses. So those are all items that that rose shield will help control. I would say that spraying right now, please are spraying be um, underneath 70 degrees, 71 degrees. I'd rather spray if it's below 70. So that way you just know there's not any chance for that uh, even moisture to burn that foliage of that rose. Number two, the time is to feed if you have not fed your roses four times a season, May, June, July, and August. So we want to slow down really after August. You don't want to feed them because they'll still be blooming at Christmas. Remember in your pruning, of your roses when the rose is done yes shrub roses they can just fall off but if you have the time and those petals do fall off instead of having the flower um, go to seed you can trim back some people were just pulling the flowers off the other night i like to cut them back to a branch that has five leaves what happens is if you just pull the tips off all the tip has to die off It's easier and more strength on the plant if you cut it off where a branch has five leaves or more. Gives a little more vigor to the plant. Keep the plant mulched. Somebody was having problems with the roses the other day. Their first issue is they were showing me pictures of the roses. And I said, could I see a little closer picture, a little closer picture? Oh, darn. He had all the roses in rock. (laughs) What? All in big cobblestone. Now, I couldn't get a hotter mulch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I said, I bet I got an answer right away. Get rid of the rock. Keep the rock around everything else. Okay. But around the roses and around the plants, give those poor plants a breather and put yeah. two feet of cedar mulch around each one of them. So that just sounds logical. It does. It does. You know what heats up the first. Uh, it's pavement, cement, and stone. So in the heat, and that's not what plants like. So. Mm-hmm. Couple things on that, uh, on on roses for sure. Now this time of the year, easily, we are looking at we just talked pruning of many other things. Spring bloomers pruning is now from white spirea, forsythia, rhododendron small leafed azaleas, spring dogwood, crabapple, redbud, pear. Or ornamental pear, those are all items that could be pruned now, and you want to do it pretty soon. Crab and pear, we want them to harden off before it gets July when it gets a hot, sweaty season. That's when you spread things like um, canker and fire blight when you're pruning a a plant like that. Make sure your pruners are dipped into consan and make sure they're sterilized if you're going from plant to plant to plant, making sure you're not spreading something on your pruners. <laughs> so uh, somebody was pruning one time, Jim, a, uh, obviously something that had something on their pruners. Then they went to a locust tree and the next 20 or 30 locusts, they trimmed all the little water sprouts up and down these trunks. Every one of those water sprouts developed canker because whatever now it was on that guy's pruners trimmed and added it to every one of those trunks. All those locusts were junk. Oh boy. So just remember a little it's called consan. It's a sterilizer. It will also take care of mushrooms in your lawn, but consan is an item you can dip your pruners right in or wipe them off and make sure you're not uh, spreading things for uh, uh, the next problem in the yard. The small leaf rhododendron, uh, is a maybe a more of a head shear or pruning shear, but the large leaf rhododendron are beginning to also drop. That is where it is almost important to hand snap off some of those old flowers. The pistil and stamen of the inside of the flower um, will end up creating seed and. maybe down in Kentucky or Tennessee, those seed pods are nice. They drop in the Appalachian Mountains and make more rhododendron. But up here in Michigan, all they do is deplete from the growth of the plant, and you want that individual rhododendron to do well, get rid of all those seeds um, after the flower's done. Number two, if you snap them off, you'll notice all the little sprouts underneath that flower that produce not one, but two, three, and four sometimes branches that produce multiple flowers the next year. The time to prune largely phrododendrons is in the next couple weeks. So, uh, (coughs) pruning...
0: There you go. Let's go ahead now uh, while, you're, while you're looking up your, your next little topic to chat about. Mm-hmm. I can tell by the way you're rustling the paper. <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, we will be back with more Over the Garden Fence. Again, 382-4280-877-382-4280. <coughs> or you can text us your question to 80373. Back with more after this on WKZO.
3: Gorgeous landscape plants to decorate your outdoor living area are in stock at Weddell's Nursery, Florist and Garden Center. For color that comes back year after year, Weddell's has more than 500 varieties of perennial plants. Choose from daisies, Coriopsis, Russian sage, echinacea, delphinium, and many others that are just getting ready to bloom. Perennial salvia is a favorite for all summer blooms. There are 10 salvia varieties to choose from, all 20% off this week. Another beauty to add an elegant feel to gardens and containers is the calla lily. Cal has come in several colors and will keep blooming all season long. This week, save $3 on the regular size and $6 on the large size that has three blooming colors in each pot. Need some color for a shady area? Some flowers to cut four bouquets or something that's short for a border? Come wander through the blooms and visit with the plant professionals at Woodell's. Open Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, closed Sundays.
2: Starting off mostly sunny for our Saturday, but partly to mostly cloudy skies will develop by the afternoon. Still, high temperatures will top off near 83 as winds come from the west-southwest at 5 to 15 miles per hour. It may be a bit choppy towards the lakeshore. A cold front swings through later on tonight, giving a chance for an isolated shower or a thunderstorm. Much of the area will stay dry. Overnight, that rain becomes heavier and a bit more widespread into Sunday morning. Low temperatures fall to the upper 50s. Tracking southwest Michigan's weather, I'm storm teammate meteorologist Sarah Flynn.
0: Thank you, Sarah. Currently, we have reached 70 in Kalamazoo, sunshine outside. Again, clouds rolling in later today. And I'm hoping, Andy, that we get a very, very good soaking come Sunday. I, I know it's the weekend. It's the last, you know, Sundays. So you want to get out and do stuff, yep. but we need the rain. I, I will think, accept it.
1: Yes. I think everybody is, uh, is rooting for it for sure. So, um, <clears throat> maybe hold off on that campfire tonight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Well, you might still be able to get it in as long as it's before dark. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know. and, and, and be, be, be smart about it too. Somebody left yes. one of those campfires going, uh, somewhere in Michigan recently, yeah oh yeah up that, by Grey Lane. yeah heartwick Hart, or I don't yeah, know if it's Hartwick yeah. pines, but somewhere somewhere uh that that definitely spread throughout the campground. so be careful of right. uh, shooting off fireworks and stuff like that. Let's pass on that right now. Yeah so,
0: well, actually it's illegal to do so right now until the fourth. Oh of good, July, so.
1: okay, there you go. Um, let's let's count on rain. So we're uh, we're talking about other items that are happening in the yard, just getting done with pruning. And uh, as we're walking a commercial job site yesterday, one somebody was wondering, and they picked up a. Uh, perennial out of the ground and snapped a branch off and said, what is this? It looked like somebody had actually excuse my French spit on the plant And it's actually an item called spittlebug. Spittlebug is uh, will attack Shasta daisies. It will um, take and actually make a foam onto that plant. So sometimes it's very easy to control with a uh, systemic insect control or again, Rose shield will take care of that. Right now, uh, we had our maintenance department out working pruning and trimming yesterday, Mm -hmm. and they had, uh, run into burning bush, uh, which is the euonymus family that was covered in a white, almost looked like snow. Yeah. Um, very, very heavy in white and, uh, It almost has a point of looking like fungus. The volume of white was so much that if you look closer, it wasn't really actually any fungus. It was thousands and thousands of scale and scale was all over the plant. And again, we don't want to spray with, uh, <clears throat> with a hot day. But remember, scale can be controlled with horticultural spray oil mixed with malathion. It's a very easy control. Um, it will take a burning bush down because what's going to happen is you'll start seeing the fall hue on a burning bush in June or early July, and that's a sign of Um, The scale sucking all of the foliage moisture out of the plant. So, um, And then we've seen spirea chunks brought into the store this week. Forsythia, lilac, all contorted and twisted. You sometimes wonder what is happening to the plant. Uh, Take that foliage and look at the underside. You will see our friends called the aphid family on the underside of that. Again, very easy control with triple action spray. <clears throat> and that can be either mixed with a little um, uh, spreader sticker to make it stick. If you got a ready-to-use, it has it already in there. If you have um, horticultural sprayer oil, you could do that as, at the summer rate. Uh, again, spring when it's underneath under seventy degrees. So, <clears throat> um, how's the fruit trees looking? Anybody? Uh, taken care of them in the backyard lately? Have they got water put to them? Has the fruit trees like peach leaf curl been taken care of? So those are another item. Fruit tree spray uh, will help remedy that. Any of the leaf curl that's happening, you won't control that, but anything that's going to attack that new foliage definitely could be controlled right now. As I walked our own nursery this week, Sometimes there is plant material that uh, has more qualities. I'll just say it that way. Um, every plant has its own high point and low point. And what uh, one of our uh, landscape uh, people said this week was uh, each plant has its high point during the season. Three time, three quarters of the year, it might look terrible. Uh, they were mentioning Rosa Sharon. It actually, Rosa Sharon looks like uh, it's dead in the early spring and it's dead in the late fall. But boy, when it has its high point, it really looks sharp. So maybe there is an item people were actually not quite sure about some plants leafing out. And when they started to almost dig them up, they realized they were fully alive. Um, that was a, something called a chase tree. Mm. And so sometimes plants are the last to leaf out. So maybe some plants have already had their heyday, like a dogwood and redbud, and the heat has taken their toll on them about purchased hydrangeas that have been purchased when they are in full flower then you put 85 to 95 degree heat on them and a lot of those flowers are spent that is the time to go ahead and prune off that old flower you'll see new plant flower come on a lot better dogwood and red if you get rid of the old flower buds and the seed pods and do some pruning now new growth will come on it's kind of um Think of it like a haircut. Once you get that haircut, you get a pruning done, hair comes grown right back, okay? For the most part. (laughs) Yes. Maybe not not on the top, but... Redbud and right. dogwood like to be pruned right now and get cleaned up. Clean out the old dead wood. I was showing somebody this week when he had a weeping redbud how to take care of it. We looked at that redbud, and the first thing that I seen was two feet of grass growing around the weeping redbud. I said, well, there's part of the problem. we got to get rid of all that grass. Well, I will. Let's get some cedar mulch around it. You know what? The grass is the number one competitor with any tree it's going to take all the moisture all the sunlight so get rid of the grass don't weed whip it anymore okay you're weed whipping the tree number two put the cedar mulch around it number three buy a do right tree bag so you can get some water around it it was at a spot Jim where he couldn't even haul a hose Oh boy. so <clears throat> and number four get the get the dead wood out from the winter because sometimes red bud do have some winter kill get that wood out the new foliage will come on so much easier so yeah, there you just go. a little TLC and a little yeah. 101. Cool.
0: Let's take one more break. Your last chance, 382-4280 or text it into 80373. We'll put a wrap on over the garden fence next on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Did you know that June is National
2: Rose Month? June is the perfect time to celebrate roses since most of them are in full bloom right now. Growing gorgeous roses is easier than you think with help from the knowledgeable staff at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's is known for its beautiful, top-quality rose bushes. There are more than 100 varieties in all of your favorite colors, fragrances, and growth habits. Come stroll through the rose beds today during Waddell's Garden Tea Party. Shrub rose bushes are known for their continuous blooms and disease resistance. Check out the new for 2023 Sunshine Happy Trails Rose. This ground-cover yellow blooming beauty is vigorous and easy to grow. For a beautiful wall or fence full of flowers, get Perfume Breeze and enjoy loads of soft pink fragrant blooms or lady in red with its dark red double blooms be sure to stop in today for the garden tea party going on until one o'clock or come in anytime to learn more about growing
0: roses at waddell's nursery florist and garden center 942 at wkzo over the garden fence we're going to put a wrap on it but there's a tea party
1: yes there is there and, you uh, go i was <clears throat> i was very nice to be invited to it last couple years and some of the ladies that I sat with worked hours getting ready, Jim, um, from the corsets to some of the lace that was put on to some of the really cool hats. So if you dress up in that attire, I uh, think there's a, a, a coupon waiting for you to, uh, um, for your efforts that have been put in. So, ah. yeah, I think um, there's beautiful roses that are out. There is a... Uh, um, Like I said, six different teas to drink from, three hot and three cold. And so, uh, um, from 10 to one, it's kind of a dress for the occasion and, uh, get that special coupon. And there's some photo ops too, and it's kind of neat to bring your friends and, uh, Maybe even drag dad in at the same time. You know, he can wear a nice top hat, too, at the same time. Hey, there you, know? you go. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff for dads to to take care of. Maybe while mom's uh, shopping, dad can go out and get the stuff that's needed for those roses. From a new pruner to rose shield to uh, um, some new uh, rose garden totes to actually buying that new rose. So Ooh. come on over today, everybody. Thank you uh, for uh, joining in at Waddell's and uh, over the garden fence. Talked about pruning.